good. All right. So can you like tell us who you are, you know, for the people out there just like watching right now? Awesome. So uh, again, I'm Anne-Marie Colburn. <laughs> I own my own health and fitness coaching business. So that's all online. Um, I do that remotely. And I am an NPC bikini competitor. So I do bodybuilding. All the, mm. all the cool shit. <laughs> yeah. So how'd you get involved in that? Like, was it, were you always like a fitness kid or were you just like kind of fell into it? Like, how did that go? Well, so first of all, Brandon, you're going to have to bring up your energy because you're really killing my vibe right now. <laughs> I, like, I'm just really chill. You're just, just like, a really chill, mellow yeah. guy. I am not. I'm super talented. Oh, you're hyped. You're I, hyped all the time. Yeah. Come on. You got <laughs> uh, Okay. I'll bring it up for you. I'll bring it all up right, for you. There right? we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. Right, <laughs> now, I, I wasn't necessarily always into fitness per se. I mean, I did um, high school cheerleading and softball and all the sports and stuff. But I think the thing that really got me into it um, was really like my backstory, which this is like the main premise of everything that I, I really like share and everything that is really like my message. So about seven years ago, um, I was raped and it was a really brutal experience. It really brought me down in my life and I had never felt so depressed and unworthy and just like, I just didn't matter. And to a lot of women, even if they don't have something traumatic happen to them, it's, it's still in them. It's still had, ha we all have that feeling of unworthiness and like, we're not loved, even though that we are like so immensely loved and we are so worthy to be here on this earth. But it really took me, um, to have that type of experience to really realize like, wow, I might actually not be worthy. I might actually not be loved, you know? And, and it almost, almost kind of, confirmed the thoughts I already had about myself. So like sitting there over the past couple, I would say the past three or four years, I've grown to a, an extreme mental health, like skyrocketed. My mental health skyrocketed, skyrocketed. I was super in the dumps all the time. I was really beating myself up, you know, and then I thought, okay, well, if I externally like fix my image, like that's going to fix everything, right? Like thinking that if you externally heal, then everything is good and you have this body of your dreams and everything is good. Well, that's when I jumped into doing bodybuilding competitions. I'm like, I could do this. Like I, I could totally be one of these girls, you know, and I did my first show. And then after my first show, I realized that I was still mentally fucked. I don't know if I'm allowed to say fuck on here, but I cuss a lot. So <laughs> I don't know, it's cool. it's okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, kind of going into that, it was like, after the show, I was still mentally just not there. So I was binge eating. I was having extreme body dysmorphia, like feeling like I'm fat when really I was like freaking still 10% body fat, you know, and still beating myself up. So that's when I finally decided, okay, I can't do this on my own because I was doing everything on my own. I was trying to cope with my internal wounds on my own. I didn't want to hire a coach. I didn't want to hire a mentor. I didn't want a therapist. You know, I was trying to do everything like, you know, the, the self-made mindset, which is complete fucking bullshit. Like <laughs> being self-made is such dog shit. And I, it really kills me that that's even a saying because that's the whole point in having so many other people on this earth, right? It, 
you have, if your engine is broken, you're going to go to a mechanic to get it fixed, right? So why not do the same thing when it comes to your mental and physical health? You know, so going into that, I finally said, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to be like this anymore. So I hired a coach. I hired a mentor. That was about three or four years ago. Um, and it wasn't even like a health and fitness mentor. It was a business mentor. And it's so weird because when you start working on other aspects of your life, when it's not only like zeroed in on just business or zeroed in on just health, like it, it literally creates such a, a like domino effect for everything else around you. So the second that I invested in myself, it didn't matter how I invested in myself. The point was, is that I finally said, not only am I asking for help, but I'm okay with receiving help. And that's when everything kind of fell into place. And literally, not only did my business skyrocket, not only did I do the best I've ever done at any of my shows, but I literally learned how worthy and how loved that I was just because I had the support of not only my mentor, but also the community that I was surrounded by, you know, and they just reconfirmed that and reconfirmed like, how loved and worthy I am just because I am alive, you know, just because I'm on this earth. So really, really having that community, having that support and realizing like, I'm not doing this on my own. I'm not the only person who's gone through this. That really built my strength to be able to not only continue to compete and be confident myself and feel sexy and feel like it doesn't matter the way that I look or whatever. It's the way that I internally feel and, and really healing those internal wounds before you can externally heal. That's the only way you'll be able to reach your true potential externally is once you internally heal. So that was my biggest, I would say, shift in order to, to even get close to where I am now, right? So that's what I convey onto all my clients and it's, it's awesome. I love it. It's a huge mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you get so hyped? Like, like I get hyped in moments. I'm not always like you. Like we're like I'm just like. Oh, cool. I will tell you what. Seriously, I'm gonna be 100% honest here. Stay right here. I'm gonna show you something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of scary, guys. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. Okay. Look at this. <laughs> uh, okay. This is a first. Yeah. All right. Every morning, right. I have this mini trampoline, and every single morning, I literally jump on this mini trampoline and I scream affirming affirmations. Like literally my affirmations are right here on my, (laughs) on my mirror. And I literally sit here and I scream my affirmations, my positive affirmations to myself, just reaffirming of how blessed and, and Mm -hmm. how much gratitude I need to wake up with every single day. Because in the, in the big picture of things, if the worst thing that ever happened to me was that one small minuscule thing seven years ago, I literally can't complain. You know, like how can you not take every day with an abundance of gratitude? How can you not take every day and say, I have no health issues. I have no like physical issues and I get to live my best life every single day. How can you take that for granted? You know, so it's like really reopening your eyes to what actually is in front of you and stop feeling like the victim and stop feeling like that self-pity and that worthlessness. It's like, it's a game changer, man. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) everybody needs mini trampoline now. I was going to 
say. Everyone buy yourself a fucking mini trampoline. <laughs> I, I was like, what should we get bring out? Like, what is what what is this thing? You know? No, really, for real. I seriously jump on my trampoline every morning at like 5 a.m. and get hype as fuck. And my neighbors below me really hate me. <laughs> what gave you that idea? Were you just like, hey, I'm gonna get a trampoline and I'm just gonna jump on it? Like it's no. Gonna- so so my business mentor, I don't know if you know him, uh, Sterling Griffin, but um, he actually turns me on to that because he was mentored by um, like Lewis Howes mm-hmm. and um, a few other people that are like well known who do that. So he got it from his mentors and I got it from him. So now I just do it every single day. And it's so funny because like the second that you start feeling down in energy, if you literally just literally hype yourself up, <laughs> it's so game changing. Like your whole day is just going to be off the wall. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause like I'm getting more hyped the more you talk. Like it's weird. It's not, it's contagious. Yeah. I'm like, oh uh, gosh, like, I, like I'm a mellow guy. Like in the terms of like, <laughs> I chill out. I'm like, bro, no need to get so angry and so competitive. But I'm also competitive <laughs> at the same time. So it's like, yeah, I just, I just don't like, I don't have that energy all the time. Like I yeah. have it sometimes, but like when I hear you, it's like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I just want to scream to the world. But like, it's, it's so interesting that you have that type of energy and it's like, that is contagious. Like it's not, yeah. it's weird. It's strange. It's like, man, I'm, I'm like hyped right now. I'm like, let's go get a trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. Energy is super contagious. And you know, that's, that's the thing too. Whatever you're conveying into the universe is what you're going to receive back, you know? So my question to you is why are you, are you just mellow because you don't want everyone else to be like, Oh, he's way too hyped. Or are you mellow just because it's like, that's just your personality and that's just how you think you are. Oh, that's just my personality. Oh, got it. Got it. Because, like, I always felt like, I mean, I was competitive as a kid. Started off in martial arts. So, like, but, like, I I never really, I just, you know, like, I got that energy out in moments. Like, I would just be like, oh, you know, I kicked some dude. You know, I won. Like, that's that's (laughs) enough for me. (laughs) Like, you know, it's just, like, natural to me, like, to, like, okay, this is the the moment where I'm going to be hyped and I'm going to try to kill the person across from me. There you That's go. literally what I thought in my head. I was like, I'm, he's going to, he's not going to make it out the first round or he's not going to make it out the first few minutes. I'm going to win. He's going to get overwhelmed and then he's going to quit. That was my method. You know, that doesn't work all the time because some people are more skilled. Yeah, so for sure. You end up, you end up learning something like, Oh, this is, you know, it's, it was reality driven for me. Like, Oh crap. Like this is like, you can't fake this. You can't like, you can't be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I lo- I won, but I lost, you know, whatever you want to say. Like, people think they won a game. Like, if I just had, we had, you know, team sports are like that for me. Yeah, like, for know, sure. They're very, you know, like, oh, we could have won if, you know, my buddy James just threw the ball a little further. Like, it was just like little changes like that. But when it's a person versus person like that. Yeah. You lost and you kind of have to accept it. And it, even if you don't accept it, it's going to stick with you. And you're going to make more mistakes. And the more mistakes you make, the worse you're going to get at it. And you're just going to learn that reality hits you hard in the face. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it like at a negative aspect of, oh, I lost. I suck. I'm just going to keep losing and sucking. Because again, whatever you're giving into the universe, you're going to receive. So if you think you're going to lose and you think that you suck, guess what? You're going to lose and fucking suck. (laughs) But if you think you're going to win, and you literally go into everything with an abundance of gratitude saying, okay, 
I am going to win. I'm manifesting this. Have you ever heard of Manifest Destiny? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's a real fucking thing. You manifest things. You say things enough. They are going to happen. You will believe it in yourself. Literally. Again, why uh -huh. these affirmations every single day? You know, you manifest your money. You manifest your relationships. You manifest your time and everything that you're doing. So you can either say, wow, I lost. I suck. I'm going to give up. Or I'm going to try again and suck again because I just suck. Or you can say, oh, I lost. Great. Let me see where I can improve from what I just did and next time do better. And then next time I will succeed because failure isn't actually failure. Failure is one step closer to success, right? So it's like sitting there saying, oh, I failed. I sucked. Like, well, yes, then you do, you know? <laughs> but if you sit there and say, oh, I failed, let me look back on why I failed and nitpick at that and figure out a way that I can succeed better next time. You know, so it's a whole mindset shift and, and that, you know, kind of comes with the energy. If you sit here and you're, you're not to say that this is how you are, but if you sit here and you're, you're like just mellow and like, yeah, whatever, guess what? That, those are the type of people you're going to attract to your life. So do you want people that are energized and fucking pumped all the fucking time? Or do you want people that are just like, yeah, whatever. I'll get to it when I get to it. You know what I mean? Like you need to surround yourself with, with the type of people that, that you want to be, you know? So do you want to, to be mellow forever? <laughs> yeah. no, I don't want to be mellow forever. Like I, I attract, like for me, it's not, I don't attract the, the people just like me. Like I attract the people that are hyped like you. Like it's weird. It's like opposite effects. It's like, like I'm with hype people like all the time. It's like, they're telling me to do things. They're yelling at me. I'm like, why are you yelling? Like, do you, I, like I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm very hype, but like for certain things, I just get like way too amped up. I'm the crazy person. Just like, ah, like, um, you know, I love fighting so much. So like you see me, you know, yelling at my TV, telling me like, oh, yes, yes, he did, it, he did it. Or like when I go see someone's fight, like, uh, you know, a friend or something, I, and he knocks someone out or he does something amazing or he just does something like i never seen before. I'm like, yes, yes, I'm screaming. Like, there's there's moments for me. Like, for me, I just, you know, I don't, like, you can be so hot. Like, I love your energy. I really do. Awesome. Thanks, it's, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, it's always been, like, be chill, composed, you know, because, like, I never get mad. I've never yeah. been mad. Some people like ask me all the time, hey, have you, haven't you ever gotten angry? Nah, I usually just keep calm and, you know, even if stuff goes really bad, I'm calm. And then I'm like, okay, what do I do to solve the problem that just happened? Like it, to me, yeah. it's like that. Cause a lot of people just like are way too, uh, not that you're way too up because I think you're the perfect amount of height. But some people, <laughs> some people have like that energy. Like you're like, oh dude, you need to like turn the engine. You're focusing like tunnel vision kind of thing. And tunnel vision is great for certain things, but like yeah. you eventually hit a wall. Some people's energy is not necessarily positive energy. I mm -hmm. think some people's energy is like aggression yeah. and that's totally, totally different. That like oh. flips the switch, but everyone thinks that I'm aggressive because I'm so like hyped all the time, but I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm Italian. <laughs> like, that's just how I talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like I see, I see, I see the energy and I'm like, is this aggression? Is she trying to attack me? Like, like for me, I'm just like, all right, all right, you know, like you're swinging at me. Okay, cool. What's going on? You know, I take like a like a really calm approach to everything. Everybody thinks it's weird, you know. Like, I think I learned that from someone, but I don't remember who. It's probably in it my childhood. Yeah, I just, for sure. I just learned to 
like not take things too seriously. Like when I fail, I'm like, oh shit. Well, let's see what happened. Let's break this down. Yeah, let's yeah. see what we can do next. Some people are like, fuck, get in that depression state. And get and, all, yeah. Yeah. And then they get like that. And then I'm like, man, come on, come here. Like, it's not that bad. Like I'm always the one consoling people that get that feeling. Cause I've never had that feeling. And like, people think that's weird. Uh, maybe have no feelings, but you know, some people say I'm a robot though. Like I'm like, I'm not, how am I a robot? Like, Oh, I, I see what their points are. It's like, I'm very efficient at everything. I do so many things, yeah. but yet I have that mellow tone. Like, Hey, how are you? Like, you know, yeah, for sure. people feel like I'm bringing, like I'm bringing that vibe to you right now. Like you just tell, but, and you're also getting me hyped, which is like, <laughs> we're in this back and forth. So, but I find that always interesting and like being hyped and, you know, failures, man. I, oh gosh. Like if I had to write a resume of my failures, it'd be about 30 pages of like, oh of like really small print, you know, when they put that in the back of like of something on food where you're like, Oh, what's in here? You know? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. That's freaking hilarious. Awesome, man. Well, as far as it goes for like the way that you are and how you are, like everything that you are right now has been learned, you know, like, so eating habits are learned. Your attitude is learned. Whatever way that you are right now has been learned. You know, if it's through your parents or mentors or whatever it may be, you know, and up until this point or up until the point where you no longer lived with your parents, everything was learned from your parents, you know. So every single thing that you do has been learned. That's why I stress like really focusing on yourself and figuring out your self-love and self-care and self-growth before you have kids, you know, mm. not necessarily for you, but, you know, I target women is, is my, my ideal client, you know, I really focus in on women who are having those feelings of worthlessness, who don't feel like taking care of themselves is the prime, prime thing that they need to be doing because women have this mentality. It's like everyone else before them, you know, every, I'm going to, I'm going to put everyone else before them, put my husband before me. I'm going to put my kids before me. I'm going to do this and that and the other. And when I say that people are like, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? But this is a thing. You cannot fill anybody else's cup if yours is empty, right? So how are you supposed to serve those people in your life to your truest potential if you can't even serve yourself, if you can't even love yourself, if you're hiding in the closet and crying and binge eating and having all of this unworthiness in you? Your kids aren't stupid, you know? They're learning that. They see that. They understand that, and they are going to mirror exactly what you're doing, which is why I bring in so many women who have this, like, down mentality and this this self-loathing like mentality because the second that they feel my energy the second that they understand like no you are worthy you are loved all of these things that's the second they finally start to say wow me putting myself first is not selfish it's selfless because i am focusing on me i am growing me so that i can teach my kids and I can teach everyone around me that it is okay to have self-love. It is okay to have self-growth. It's not conceited. Like, it's just how life is going to evolve and going to work for me. And the second that you actually start loving yourself, not only can you give more love to people around you, but every single 
thing in your life starts to evolve and starts to grow. You know, your career is going to be affected. Your career is going to grow because you have more confidence to actually get out there and achieve what you want to achieve, right? Your love life is going to grow because you actually feel sexy and confident and like you can actually be with the person that you deserve to be with. You know, your kids are going to see that and reflect on that and mirror that. Like, Every single woman I've talked to that has a little girl, they're like, I don't want my, my child to, to turn out the way that I am, you know, and that's, it's going to be learned. And if you don't make the shift, then she is going to be just as unworthy, just as self-loathing, just as depressed, just as much anxiety, and still have those, those same eating habits that you have, right? So you can make a choice as a woman, as a wife, as a, as a mom, are you going to be selfish and stay the same and continue to feel unworthy and all of these feelings and continue to self-sabotage and not put yourself first? Or are you going to make a shift not only for yourself, but the people around you, right? So that's, that's like a huge, huge, huge shift as far as like kind of keeping it on the energy topic. You know, if you're not bringing that energy to the people around you in your life, then are you truly serving them, right? Are you truly serving them and showing up for the people who need you around you, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I also think just like, I don't know, maybe for me, it's just always been loyalty or like, like I help people that are bad. Like I think I don't, I don't follow the philosophy of like get every rid of every bad person in your life. I follow the philosophy of they're broken. You know, they're, they, they have their problems. And nobody's helping them. Like to me, it's like, what? Well, this is insane. Why just, you know, I mean, if you're doing like business or something, like I understand cutting all those bad people that give you that bad vibe. But like for me, it's like, oh, I'll take my time, help one person at a time, you know, yeah. help them get a job or help them like this and help them like that. Or, you know, just, you know, they don't like a lot of people think that they're doing this themselves. They, sometimes they just don't know. Like they don't yeah. know what's. They just don't know. They never heard about this. and never heard about that. It's like with kids with nutrition. Like when I was a kid, it was like milk, drink all the milk you can. Like I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, like I was so hyped on that, the train. And then, you know, it was until like a few years ago where it was like, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. And then I went into, uh, you know, I was like, okay, then I'm going to take, like I took everything with an obsession, I think. And yeah. it has both good and bad benefits, but I remember just being really lean and feeling like shit and like not really caring about things. And I was like, Oh no, like I'm way too like, I was trying, I was trying to hit numbers that were like four, 2% body fat. I was just trying to hit like the lowest of the low. Cause like, I thought that was what I needed, but it wasn't, it was like, I need things that I love. And like, even if I have like a little bit of body fat, like yeah. still, I feel, I feel so much better mentally than I did. Yeah. Like I, it's really hard. You can go really bad on one side and then you can go like, you know, there's anorexia. There's people who yeah. have those problems and you're like, Oh, there's two sides to this coin and you got to find your middle point. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of looking through that. And some people want to stay super fit. I'm like, yeah, do that. You know, but I have my, like where I'm just like, like right now, uh, I work out almost every day, but I just don't eat as clean as I could. You know? Yeah. I probably follow the 70, 30 or 80, 20 sometimes depending yeah. on the week. So like it, to me, it was always like, you know, but I learned from people like you and like, you know, you teach me about nutrition or something like I didn't know. And I'm like, Oh, what's your philosophy? Like, like I always try to trying to get something out, you know, cause a lot of people learn from this audio form rather than reading. Like I, 
I can't read a nutrition book because they're so boring. I'm like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I love your eBooks. I love all those stuff. Like they're okay. But like, I can't, like, I can't sit down and read it. If it was like an audio form, I would just totally read. Like I always tell people like, if you're going to write an ebook, put it like make an audio little file yeah. with it. Because like, if you don't have an audio file for it, like you're missing out on half those people. They're going to just buy it and never actually read it. You yeah. Read- for sure. And that's the thing like with Audible too, you know, I, I try to read as many books as I can, but how, how much time out of the day do I actually have to sit down and read, you know? So what I'll do is I'll just play Audible while I'm doing other shit around the house. So like I'm still getting information in, but also like getting shit done throughout the day. Like no one can sit down and read a book for hours, you know? So, and yeah, as far as it goes for, for nutrition, I definitely preach 80-20, 100%, 80% foods that are really going to nourish your body, you know, and really give you that nutrients that you need, but 20% whatever you want because people think fitness is, and this is what turns people off to fitness, is people think that fitness is one side of the spectrum, right? It's either really, really help, healthy, 2% body fat, right? I got to be shredded or cake and ice cream and Oreos and sit on the fucking couch all day. You know, like that's not what fitness is. And I think that that really is like such a, such a confusion with so many people. And so then when they go into doing fitness, they start down here, right? With the mm-hmm. Oreos, ice cream, sitting on the couch, and they try to get all the way to the top as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. So they cut everything out that they love. They only eat chicken and broccoli every day and do hours and hours of cardio and hours and hours of weight training. And then they're like, fuck this shit. I don't want to do this anymore. This sucks because it does. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so then they go right back down to where they were. And what people don't understand is that there is a middle ground. You know, there is a middle ground where you can still eat foods that you love, still have a glass of wine. I have a glass of wine every once in a while. I still eat cheeseburgers. I still eat pizza. You know, if I couldn't eat pizza and have abs, I wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> so it's like you can have that middle ground and still take care of yourself and still go to the gym on in moderation intuitively, you know, but still eat foods that are going to nourish your body, but don't cut out all the things that you love because that's not attainable, you know, and for everyone listening to this, if there is a diet, quote unquote, that you're on keto, weight watchers, whatever it is, if you can't see yourself doing that diet for the rest of your life, then why are you doing it? You know, what's the point in doing it? Because the second that your body is like, fuck this, I don't want to do this anymore. Guess what? You're going to go exactly right back to where you were. And all that hard work, all that dedication, all that social time that you gave up because you were on a diet is totally put to waste, you know? So you kind of have to look at it from a different spectrum. So the system that I use is if it fits your macros. Do you know, Brandon, what macronutrients are? Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so everyone listening, proteins, fats, and carbs, right? So the point in if it fits your macros is you track your food, right? So throughout the day, you're going to track before the day even starts and say, okay, this is what's in my fridge, so this is what I'm eating. Or I'm going out to dinner tonight, so this is what I'm going to eat throughout the day. And you just follow that. And as long as you hit those numbers, you can literally eat whatever you want because Everyone's like, oh, eat healthy, do this, do that. Well, you see these people that are quote unquote eating healthy, not seeing results and you wonder why. It's because they're not getting the right amount of macronutrients in and their calories are off. You know, people think weight loss is some magical 
freaking number that they plug in and it's like, oh, if I don't eat any carbs, then I'll be good. Or if I don't drink soda, then I'm good. Like little things here and there. But in reality, it's all about calories in, calories out and what your calories are made of. Right. So if you're at a surplus, literally weight loss is so fucking easy. Like it's so easy. People just make it so difficult. If you're at a surplus of calories, which you're eating more calories than you burn throughout the day, that's how you're going to number one, gain fat or gain extra muscle mass. Right. So depends on how you're using those calories. Well, if you're at maintenance, which is normally what your BMR is, your basal metabolic rate, which is the calories that you're burning if you do nothing. Like if I just lay here all day long and just breathe and have normal bodily functions, then that's the amount of calories that is at my maintenance. Or you can be at a deficit, which is below your your maintenance level, which is below your BMR. Okay. Literally, if you are at a deficit, you're going to lose weight, like period, done. There is no magic behind it. Like, it's, and all these people on keto fucking kill me, man. Like, they're like, oh, carbs are bad. Carbs make you fat. Well, coming from a person who has a six pack and eats over 300 grams of carbs a day, I'm pretty Jesus. sure that I'm stumping Jesus. that. <laughs> Jesus. That's a lot of carbs. Pretty sure I'm fucking stumping that fake ass, like, like myth that we got going on here. So, and, well, that's, it's so crazy. So mm-hmm. it's literally, that's all it is. It's calories in, calories out, and how you are using the calories. That's it. That's literally it. So mm-hmm. everyone out there who is on keto or cutting carbs or cutting cake or cutting ice cream, guess what? I had ice cream last night and I'm still, still kicking it. <laughs> like I'm good. I didn't gain any weight. I didn't lose an exponential amount of fat. It's just how it is. Like, calories in calories out that's it like simple mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah i understand like you want to make it more complicated and like you just yeah want, like you want it to be a complicated formula where it's like a plus x plus wx yz like you wanted to make it like really complicated but it's not it's, it's not. a lot simpler and like it's easy to learn the basics like people don't realize that like if you want to learn about macros it's pretty easy to learn what macros are yeah and you know but then once you get to that place like whether it's competitive or something like that because i know a lot of people that listen just want to be athletes or something like that mm-hmm. like you gotta kind of have to take it to the next level of like like learning about things that you don't even know like i had a uh, sure. i had like uh lacy dunn on and she told me all this stuff and i was like oh i don't remember uh, what did you talk about like i couldn't remember anything she said and i was like okay well, next time I have her, I just got to be like, pay hey, super attentive because I was like, I was listening to her and I was listening to her, but I forgot to ask questions. Like, you know, when you're trying to like digest everything in your mind, you're like, oh, what, what cells? Like, what, what do you mean by that? Like, what is that? What, stop, stop. I have yeah. to listen to put back. It in, put it in normal people terms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Lacey. She's actually studying to be a uh, RD, registered yeah. dietitian. So. Yeah. So I try to listen to her and I'm like, um, Okay. But then yeah, I was like, she's awesome. I, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. And I, she's you know, so much knowledge. Oh, like an insane amount. And I'm like, let it out. And she, overload, overload. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Because like, there's like no, like, like if we talk about one thing, she goes into this other place and I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. What does that I'm mean? Lost. What I'm is lost. that? Like, back up. Yeah, back up. Like I have to backtrack it all the time. I'm like, that's with okay. anyone who's like in that kind of RD, like, like dietitian phase of learning or if they've been a dietitian for a while, it's like, okay, like, please 
put it down a little bit more like where I understand because like I'm not the smartest guy in the world so like like <laughs> what are you talking about or like I just uh, don't know something like for a while I didn't know what macros were I was like oh macros yeah I've heard of those yeah yeah well, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah cut out all the carbs that's what they told me right yeah that's what they told me <laughs> yeah yeah that's what they told me and I was like oh then recently I was hearing about this carnivore diet from someone someone told me I was like oh interesting so yeah. you just meet I'm like, yeah. So it's Gross. like the opposite of vegan. It's like just you're a meat eater. So you're pretty much going to fuck your kidneys up. <laughs> that's what some people said. I was like, okay, so that's interesting. But some people was like, give me, preach it to me. Like, like I feel like nothing's for one person. Like keto doesn't no, work for sure. everybody. And then like you have like flexible dieting, which I prefer. And yeah. then you have like the intuitive eating and this and that. And like, like, like there's so many options. Like – just pick one that works for you. Like, I don't like, it's really about picking what works for you. Yeah, for sure. What works think, for others. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is that number one, picking what works best for you. But the biggest thing is that you don't need another fucking strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, Oh, I need to know, like, give me ch- uh, tips and tricks and da 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 and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's actually really simple. And honestly, you can Google all of this, but the reason you haven't been seeing results is because you don't have accountability, right? It's not about the fucking strategy. Like everyone on here can literally Google what they need to do. You can, I can go on here right now and Google what I need to do and figure it out for free. But this is the thing. You don't need another strategy. What you need is someone that is going to hold you accountable, help you make a mindset shift and give you some actual tough love, like, and straight up tell you what you need to do and what you need to to not be doing, you know, and, and that's the biggest thing that people don't understand. They think they need a strategy, but they don't like, you need a mentor. You need a coach. I have a coach. My coach's coach has a coach. My coach's coach's coach has a coach. Like the people that are doing the best and thriving in every aspect of their life, not only physically, but in their business, they all have coaches. They all have mentors. So why would it be any different for you? You know what I mean? It's like you can't sit there and pretend like it's a strategy issue because it's not. It's an accountability issue. It's because we're human and we don't have endless willpower, right? No one has endless willpower. You can try to stick to a diet with sheer willpower, then you're going to end up falling off, unable to literally maintain it and lose momentum towards the goal you were trying to achieve. And then guess what? You're on the hamster wheel again and again and again for years, going back to how you were and then trying to do things again because. We can't do everything on our own. You cannot do everything on your own. Just like I said before, unless you're a mechanic, I'm pretty sure if your engine goes to shit, you're going to take it in to see a mechanic. So why is that any different than... uh, I am a mechanic, so that's kind of weird that you mentioned that. (laughs) Fine. If you needed brain surgery, would you go to a doctor? Like, like, it's like, yeah, I know what you mean. like, 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 I love when people say that stuff. It's like... Yeah, if you're a mechanic, I'm like, I am a mechanic. And I'm like, they're like, what? Like, did you? Yeah, I've been doing this for like six years. Like, since I was a little kid, it was always like turning wrenches and learning about things. Like, everything I always tell people, this is my, I guess, the greatest piece of knowledge I gave to someone one time. And it was just funny to me. I was like, everything's a black box to you. And like, they were like, what? What are you you talking about? Like, they freaked out. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, everything's black box. Do you know what's inside your laptop? I guarantee you don't like, like you may know like pieces or this and that, but you don't know how it works. Yeah. How how does the internet work? Like most people don't even think about that. Like we're talking to each other from 
hundreds of thousands or whatever miles away. Like, Where are that's you? Crazy. Texas, Houston. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm right outside of Washington D.C. Yeah, yeah. So, like, people think it's like this amazing, like, like, like everything's black box. Cars are black box. Like for me, it was always like learning how the box works. Like your body's a black box if you don't know what to do. Like, oh, I don't know what this is, or should I eat eggs? Should I like, like, it's a constant like, oh, like figuring that out. And once you get to your goal, like, what's the next thing? Like people, I feel like have that, like when they hit it, they're like, oh, like, what do I do next? Like, what is next? Is it maintaining? Is it going further? Is it going here? Like, what is the goal? Um, so like, how do you think of like that, the, the goal aspect? And once someone does become successful or kind of like has that success where they're like, yeah, I'm where I want to be. Do you just tell them to stay there or do you tell them to keep working at it? How do you kind of approach it? Well, this is a thing. You just reaching your goal. Like, that's not what I do. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't help people reach their goals and then be done. Like, I literally am here to change people's lives. That's it. Point blank. I was put on this earth for that period. You reach your goal. Great. Pick a new goal. Reach an even higher level of success because you have an option. You can either go down or you can go up. There is no quote unquote maintenance. Like that's not actually a real fucking thing. Like you're not maintaining. You're in the middle doing this, going down and going up, going down and going up, right? Like some days you're going to be up a little higher. Some days you're lower, you know, like there is no actual maintenance. So you kind of at that point have to make a choice. Are you going to reach an even higher level of success or are you going to go back to how you were? Like that's it. That's your only option at that point. So people can kind of make a choice like, do I want to be better than I am? And it doesn't always have to be physically, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, I met my weight goal or my physical goal, but maybe you want to get stronger. Maybe you want to not only get physically stronger, but mentally stronger. Maybe you want to work on yourself in other aspects, not only as a physical attribute, you know? And that's where it kind of shifts to what do you want to do? How do you want to create your life? Like, what do you actually want to create for yourself in this process? You know, so it's kind of digging a lot deeper than just the physical attribute of things. Because I always speak of like success comes in waves, right? So when a wave crashes, you're ahead, right? You're ahead, you've reached your goal. And sometimes you have to pull back for a bigger wave on the horizon, you know? So that's how I like to explain off season, right? When you're ahead, you, you just did a show or you just hit your peak or, or your quote unquote true potential. Well, you're probably going to have to pull back and gain a little bit of either self-love, mental toughness, a little bit of fat so that you can gain more muscle mass and pull back for a bigger wave that's on the horizon, right? So it's like that is kind of how progress works and how success works. You can't always be shredded year round. It's just not realistic. And especially for women with our hormones and everything that goes into um, how we, how we process things, right? We're on this earth to, to reproduce, you know, and bear children. And you can't do that if you're 5% body fat, like you just can't, and, or you'll have complications, you know? So it's, it's definitely in waves when it comes to, to success. And really it depends on what point in your, in your life that you're at, you know, maybe you have to pull back from fitness to focus on something else. Maybe you have to pull back from fitness, focus on your family or your business or whatever it may be, you know, but I never, ever, ever just tell people, Oh, you hit your goal. Good for you. Stay how you are. Like, good luck. No, never (laughs) ever have done that. It's like, 
you hit your goal, good. Now let's sit down, brainstorm, and see where you can improve and see what you need to work on next.